Hello, Internet friends. This is Linda, and here's Glenn. Yeah, hi there, y'all. It's nice to be with you again today. We trust you folks had a great week. And we pray God's blessings on you this day. We hope you played all 160 of our songs we have online this week and played them several times. Glenn Dawson Evangelistic Association gets a nickel every time our song is played all the way through. So you can help the ministry by enjoying our songs we have online, and they're free for you to use any way you want to. Thank you so much for playing our songs. What's on the podcast this week, Glenn? Jesus, I Come is a song written by William T. Sleeper. That's the lyrics. And George T. Stebbins, he wrote the music. And it's a beautiful song at the, sung at the invitation times at our church services when we have a call for decisions to follow Christ. We begin our podcast today, so let's start with a word of prayer. Abba, Father God, our creator, worthy of our honor and praise, you are holy and sacred in our hearts. Your name is above all names. We recognize our God that you are our master and the master of all things. You are our creator, our owner. We're honored to be a part of your kingdom and pray, oh, pray, oh Lord, to be used in the work, in the furtherance of your work in your kingdom. We submit our will to, the, to you and your will in our lives to your plans for us on earth and in heaven. Give us what we need to do the work we're called to, Lord, and thank you for the forgiveness of our sins and our shortcomings. We hold nothing against anyone in forgiveness and gratitude. Enable us where it is needed, protect us from the evil one, and direct our paths away from temptation or even the appearance of evil. We know you're the all-powerful one and can do anything and all glory and honor goes to you forever. Without you, we can do nothing. And with you, all things are possible. Place our hearts, O Lord, in heavenly places. Show us great and mighty things that we need to know. For you are knowledge. Be our lamp in our darkness and light our way. Help keep our eyes away from discord distractions and on the prize of our high calling in Jesus Christ. We choose, O oh God, not to worry, but to trust in you for all we need. Show us the things in our lives we need to change, and Lord, we choose not to be critical of others and focus us on what we need to do in our own lives to be what you want us to be. Tell us, O oh Lord, you tell us, O oh Lord, to look not to the left or to the right, but straight ahead to the goal you have for us. So that might be, O oh God, in our lives. Lord, make us fruitful and bring our lives, bring into our lives people that you have prepared for the message gospel. Give us the words these people need to hear. As we search for the truth of the word, keep us away from false prophets. We yearn to be directed in the way of well done, thou good and faithful servant. May everything in our lives be built 
on the solid rock of Jesus. Amen. And G and now, Linda, start our song for today. Okay. Out of my bondage, sorrow and night, Jesus, I come, Jesus, I come. Into thy freedom, gladness and light, Jesus, I come to thee. Out of my sickness, into thy health. Out of my want, and into thy wealth. Out of my sin, and into thyself. Jesus, I come to thee. Out of my shameful failure and loss, Jesus, I come, Jesus, I come. Into the glorious gain of thy cross, Jesus, I come to thee. Out of the earth's sorrow, into thy balm. Out of life's storms and distress, to jubilant psalm. Jesus, I come to thee. Out of unrest and arrogant pride, Jesus, I come, Jesus, I come. Into thy blessed will to abide, Jesus, I come to thee. Out of myself to dwell in thy love, out of despair into raptures above, upward for awe on wings of a dove. Jesus, I come to thee. Out of the fear and dread of the tomb, Jesus, I come, Jesus, I come. Into the joy and light of thy home, Jesus, I come to thee. Out of the depths of ruin untold, into the thy peace of thy sheltering fold, ever thy glorious face to behold, Jesus, I come to thee. As we said above, the hymn, Jesus I Come, was written by William Sleeper during the late 19th century. Sleeper, a dedicated home missionary and pastor in New England, then had the music composed by George Stebbins, a renowned gospel musician, marking the birth of this hymn. Originally published in 1887, this hymn expresses the yearnings of Sender to approach the Son for redemption. It shares several compelling reasons why we need salvation, showing the difference between blessings found in Christ and the dissolution of our own sinful path. Sleeper was dedicated to the ministry for over 30 years, serving at a congregational church in Massachusetts. While it is often considered a song of repentance associated with the moment of regeneration, it continues to resonate with believers on their spiritual journey. The hymn's powerful imagery primarily revolves around contrast. One hymnologist, Jeff Mowery, says the song's essence is one word, contrast. Though its verse, through its verses, it portrays the difference between our depraved state and Jesus' ability to address every aspect of that depravity. It moves us from sickness to health, from ruin to peace, from self to the divine. Repeatedly, the hymn serves as a reminder of the difference between what we possess in Christ and the bleakness we face if left to our own devices and sin. These contrasts manifest in the transition from bondage to freedom, sorrow to gladness, and night to light, as well as from our want to his wealth, sickness to health, 
and fear to joy. Additionally, this hymn brings out word, the words, my and thy, to, em- to emphasize that many of our problems are caused by our selfish desires. The me and mine are me, myself, and I of the earthly life. Conversely, we find focus shifts to thy, he, his, and him. Our be- when we find that, our belief shifts to thy, he, his, him. Our lives become enriched with his blessings. Jesus, I come, serves as a reminder of Jesus' de- de- desire to lead us out of our circumstances and into more fulfilling life, a life characterized by freedom, gladness, light, health, his wealth, his tranquility, and his love. It asks the question why we willingly choose to remain in bondage, sorrow, darkness, failure, loss, dread, and fear. A close examination of the lyrics reveal a pattern in which the contradictions listed in the first line of each stanza logically connect with another one. In verse 1, sorrow, bondage, and night are intertwined. In verse 2, shameful, failure, and loss are contrasted. And in verse 3, the brighter contrast, unrest with arrogant pride. There is a connection between unrest and pride. We've all experienced some degree of unrest in our lives. Concerns about finances, job dissatisfaction, desires for more or less, and yearnings for bigger houses, better cars, improved health, or different circumstances. All these sentiments can be, satis- can be distilled into a singular thought. There's something I'm missing. Isn't that what unrest essentially is? It's a sensation that there might be more to attain, achieve, or become a discontent with our current status or possessions. In this regard, the hymn's writer astutely captures the essence of discontentment and unrest when viewed through the lens of Scripture. Return to your rest, O my soul, for the Lord has dwelt, has dealt bonifully with you, found in Psalms 116.7. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, found in Matthew 11.29. Not that I speak from want, for I have learned to be content in whatever circumcised stint Whatever circumstance I am, as we read in Philippians 4.11. Behold now the acceptable time. Behold now is the day of salvation in Corinthians, 2 Corinthians 6.2. Therefore I am content with weakness, with insults, with distress, with persecution, with difficulties for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Found in 2 Corinthians 12, 10. It is God's will for us to discover contentment and solace within his embrace. Any alternative path is undoubtedly a manifestation of arrogant pride. Consider this. If God proclaims himself as sufficient, 
yet I sense an insatiable need for something more, whether it be tangible, visible, immediate, or even spiritual, am I not assuming that I possess superior knowledge of my own needs than he does? It is indeed born out of restlessness and haughty pride, a pride that would be would dare to believe that I could grasp and comprehend what's best for me. I am arrogant of what tomorrow I am ignorant of what tomorrow holds. I am unaware of all things in the world. I have no idea of the number of hairs upon my head, and ignorant of what will happen next or when I will die. Arrogant pride, without a doubt. This hymn also evoked the story of blind Bartimaeus in Mark ten forty six through fifty. Now they came to Jericho. As he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great multitude, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the road begging. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Then many warned him to be quiet, but he cried out all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. So Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. Then they called the blind man, saying to him, Be of good cheer, rise, he is calling you. And throwing aside his garment, he rose and came to Jesus. The lesson we can learn here is, Many will try to stop you from become, from coming to Jesus. In Mark ten forty seven forty eight, Luke thirteen twenty four, Isaiah fifty seven twenty one, are related scriptures. Barnabas sat by the highway begging. Then he heard that Jesus was crying. He cried out, "Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me." In Mark ten forty seven, many people in the Crap rebuked him and told him to be quiet. Isn't that what happens when we want to come to Jesus? People try to stop you. And many charged him that he should not he should hold his peace, but he cried all the more. The son of David have mercy on me. He shouted even more. Son of David have mercy on me. Jesus said, Strive to enter the straight gate. We need to give up struggling to find Christ. We need not strive to enter into Christ because there is nothing we can do to save ourselves. The Greek word translated strive is agonizomaya. Uh, uh, pardon me if I get that wrong. We get our English word agony from it. For many, that's not easy. They struggle to enter in. The powers of hell compel them to feel they must do something themselves. Their own sin-blinded hearts cause them to struggle in their own flesh, strength, and thoughts and emotions to get to Jesus. When we give up and don't struggle, we then find peace with God, because there is no peace, saith my God, to the wicked. In Isaiah 57:21, There is nothing you can do to get salvation. Those who get saved will say in their hearts, Out of my bondage, sorrow and night, we need to let go and let God. Jesus, I come. Jesus, I come. Jesus, just come to Jesus and trust Him and trust Him alone. 
Second, notice that some will encourage you to come to Jesus, like we find in Mark 10:49 and 16:6. In that crowd of people by the roadside, many tried to quieten Barnabas, but and, and stop him from coming to Jesus. But you know, there were some that encouraged him. They called out to the blind. Uh, call, they called the blind Barnabas. Uh, they called the blind man saying unto him be of good comfort rise he's calling you mark 10:49 the world the flesh and the devil are against us but there are good christians around to pray for us to encourage us to speak to us and urge us to come to jesus god wants us to come to jesus and be saved third notice that jesus commanded him to be called Mark 10.49 and Mark 16.15 And Jesus stood and commanded him to be called. And they called the blind man, saying to him, Be of good cheer, be of good comfort, rise. He calleth thee, Mark 10.49 This is what Jesus commands all Christians to do. He commands us to call sinners to come to Jesus and be saved. He commands us to preach the gospel. Jesus tells us, preach the gospel to every creature in Mark 16:15. The word gospel means good news. It is good news to hear that Jesus died on the cross to pay for your sins. It is good news to hear that Jesus' blood can cleanse you from all sin. It is good news to hear that Jesus rose physically from the dead and ascended back to the right hand of God the Father to give you life. It is good news to hear that Jesus is praying for you. Yes, and it's good news to hear that you can come to Jesus in simple faith and be saved from your sins. Out of my bondage, sorrow, and night. Fourth, you must come to Jesus himself. Mark 10:49, and Matthew 22:14. Also, Mark 10:50 says, Notice how quickly and easily this blind man come to the Savior. And he, casting away his garment, rose and came to Jesus. Think only about your sin, your needs for Jesus to pardon your sins and cleanse your sins with his blood. Think only about coming to Jesus and come to Jesus. He'll save you. He'll save you. He will save you now. I hope today that we can acknowledge that God is wanting to lead us into better things. I hope we also realize that the journey from the out of places into the into places may take some time. God called the Hebrews out of Egypt and into the promised land. The journey was long in distance and fortunately long in time due to, to, to disobedience. But along that journey God provided. God led them with a pillar of fire and smoke. God performed great miracles and ultimately he had a better place for them to dwell. Like this hymn reminds us, Jesus is calling us out of some things and into better things. I hope your response today is like the author's and that you'll come to the faith and obedience saying, Jesus, I come. Sleeper was a missionary at heart, seeking and coaxing those who were outside to come inside. And that's just what he said with the words in the song poem, Jesus I Come. 
The song may also be known by the first word to the first verse, Out of My Bondage. He stayed in the American Northeast in Massachusetts and Maine to conduct his work in people's homes and also to establish permanent churches. So it's not entirely certain where he was when he first sang to Jesus that he was coming. Since he ministered at the Worcester Congregation or Church in Massachusetts for 30 years, home is wherever Jesus lives. William Sleeper had a name that belied how he approached his mission on earth. In short, he wasn't content to slumber and drift along. One of his great nephews has written about him repeatedly. He said, a reputed hardy individual, well suited for the work he has chosen to pursue. In the 19th century, Northern Maine, as well as Massachusetts. His schooling in Vermont, New Hampshire, and Massachusetts also reflect his lifestyle as he garnered a higher education while refusing to be stopped, so despite a few financial resources necessary to accomplish this. He had a way with people, rallying many to a cause, church building, for instance, while personally charming others with his singing voice. William's missionary character flowed easily, to put it simply. Perhaps his longest stint anywhere was in Worcester, uh, Massachusetts, where one can imagine he drew many to belief during his three decades of ministry there. It's said he wrote the words, For Jesus I Come, sending them to his friend George Stevens for the company music. It wasn't the first time these two had collaborated. Stevens had asked Sleeper some years earlier for words to match the tune that he had in mind to invite seekers to come to God. So when William had the same idea years later, perhaps when he was in his late 60s, he knew who had the God-given talent to bring his poem to the fruition in a song. William was still inviting people to come inside out of many things obstructing their lives. The mission, the message we can imagine he spoke and then underscored in song. In verse 1, he lists what could cause people to be obstructed, bondage, sickness, poverty, and lots of other things in between that are bracketed by sin and dread of the tomb in verse 4. William recommended an exchange be made, Jesus instead of all those earth-born mishaps. He sought out people, much as himself, who felt the difficulties of life. Out of the depths have I cried unto thee, O Lord, in Psalms 131. For some reason, are you you in sorrow? Are you hurting? Is your load too heavy? No longer can lift it. My Lord can carry it for you. Ask him. Come unto me, all you that labor and heavy laden, for I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your souls. Matthew eleven twenty-seven through 28. Stebbins, being a noted gospel musician of the time, not only wrote music, but also played the organ, 
and led congregational singing in services led by evangelistic evangelist D. L. Moody in the late nineteenth century. William Sleeper served as the pastor of a church in Massachusetts for thirty years. He also wrote several hymns. One of them, called Jesus I Come, lists the reasons why a sinner needs a savior. These were dramatic contrasts between the condition of the sinner and what the gospel of grace offers through faith in Christ. It only takes a little study of the Word of God to realize this sets an impossible high, impossibly high standard. Everything good about the Holy Son of God shines a brilliant spotlight on our own imperfections and utter failure. Through only through the saving grace of God can we be transformed. There is interesting information available about the writer of the music, George Stebbins. At the age of 23, he moved to Chicago, where he worked in churches and became acquainted with some of the greats of gospel music, such as Sankey and Bliss. In the late 1870s, D.L. Moody got hold of him, sending him into a lifetime of music evangelism. Stubbins first met Moody while he was preaching at the village in, uh, church in Massachusetts. Moody asked him to lead the singings, and Stebbins, a bit nervous, sat on the little, little organ in front of the pulpit. As he played and led the con congregation, he was bothered by a terrible wheezing noise. He described it as discordant sound. At first, he was Sure, it was the organ. He tried to figure out what keys weren't working properly. Finally, he realized it wasn't the organ. It was the voice of Moody singing. He said, I heard the voice of Mr. Moody singing away as heartily as you please, with no more idea of tune or time than a child. I guess he could preach, but just couldn't sing. Stebbins went on to work alongside Moody for years, composing many favorite hymn tunes and invitational hymns. Are you in your own bondage? Are you trying to dig yourself out but sinking lower every day? Is your pride telling you to keep going in your own weakness? Are you thirsty but never seem to get satisfied with drink? Perhaps it's time to drink from a new well. And the spirit and the bride came and let him that heareth say, Come, and let him that is thirsty come, and whosoever will take of the water of life freely. Revelations 22, 17. And now, in a quiet time with the Lord, as we hear a forgiven play, this beautiful rendition of the wonderful old song, Jesus, I Come, will you think about the words of the song and hear the soulful, pleading melody, and let its message sink into your hearts. The Savior is pleading with his loving heart, his words, his actions unto his own death, for you to come to him. Will you do this today?
we appreciate you spending time with us today for our podcast. You all are so special to us because you are special to Jesus. We love Jesus and we love you. God has been gracious to allow us this podcast, and we are thankful for this. Even though we did not ask anyone for money, we have had help from our audience. When our songs are played, we receive a streaming royalty of five cents. And we also say thank you to our listeners for listening to our songs on all of the 50 distributors we have worldwide. As you listen to our music while you are traveling or working around the house or whatever you're doing, we trust you enjoy the music and pray it's a spiritual blessing to you. Remember, you are helping keep our ministry going just by listening. If you don't have the streaming service already, you can listen to our music for free. Just sign into YouTube audio channel and look for www.youtube.com forward slash at We Are Forgiven to listen to 155 songs. Check out, check out our videos there on our channel too. If you already have Alexa or Echo, just say, play the music of Glenn Dawson and listen as long as you like for free. If you're not getting our newsletter, go to our website at glenndawsonea.com. That's G-L-E-N-N Dawson, D-A-W-S-O-N-E-A.com and click on our newsletter. Well, this concludes our podcast for this week. We'll see you again next week. Until then, God bless you, and remember, we We love love you. you. Bye Bye for now. now.